Hello folks, welcome to Digital Marketing Academy Podcast 6. It's a Market Scores initiative to help businesses grow faster digitally. Today we have Elena Septelika. She's head of uh, digital marketing at Off Black. Welcome Elena. Uh, welcome to our podcast and we're really honored that you're on our podcast. Hello Vipulav, thank you so much for welcoming me. I'm very excited to share the insights from our brand with all your audience. Yeah, so the topic uh, Elena and I decided was tapping into human emotions in advertising because Elena has got a lot of good skill set and experience in digital advertising. And I think, Elena, you are in the industry since 2013, right? In digital marketing industry. And uh, it's been a very long journey. So the topic is is very interesting and a lot of people will... Uh, want to know about it. But before that, I would really want you to introduce uh, your journey with uh, advertising and what Off Black is doing with their digital marketing pursuits. Yeah, absolutely. As I said, thank you so much for having me here. Uh, I'm really excited to share the insights. So my journey has been uh, quite a long one. And the reason why I love advertising so much is because it's all about human psychology. And basically, when people think that they're making uh, purchase decisions, I think it's a little bit wrong to think because the marketeers are actually deciding what are you going to be buying and what are you going to be wearing and which products you will be choosing. It's just uh, an illusion that people think that they are actually making choices. And I really enjoy the art of understanding how people think, how people behave and what kind of uh, things influence their purchase decision. So that is why I really like to be in advertising because I think it's a great uh, testing platform for that. So coming from the background of the behavioral planning agency, we had a lot of insights and uh, kind of scientific research of all these intents, why and how people buy and when is the time, when is the best time to show particular ads, what type of the messaging best resonates at certain times of the day and at certain types of the moods. It's very easy to say that uh, that advertising is quite easy and say, oh, let's target everyone who's happy on social media. But then how do you actually define those users who are happy right now in this particular moment so that your ads resonate? So once going to the client side, and here I'm currently at, uh, working at Off Black, as this last said, as the head of digital marketing, I have a great opportunity to actually test um, and quickly turn around different kind of uh, creative and exactly tap into human emotions. So Off Black, we are a tea company. We sell two types of uh, tea products. We sell single products as a tea and it's a very young and uh, fashionable tea brand in a sense that we are trying to break uh, traditional tea consumption habits in, in the UK at the start, and then hopefully we will also expand to other markets. I, I, I saw Off Black's website and I was also going through YouTube videos. Not only you have done a very good job in the digital space, but I've also seen those promotional pamphlets, what you call, they were amazing. So uh, do you guys have specifically, you know, people like your involvement, uh, a majority of your involvement will be there because designing is part of tapping into it and people were feeling so the guy who is reviewing on YouTube I'm going to leave a link of that YouTube video uh, in the links with the podcast and we'll show you how well they do so uh, so 
can you build exactly. on that? Yeah, absolutely. So as I said, the, the idea of the brand and a core business proposition is to break through the traditional tea drinking. So actually in the market, there is no tea that is for millennials, for millennials or Generation Z. All tea is quite classic, which is dominant by four or five tea brands, which is based on the heritage. But there is really no funky and Instagrammable tea that would be very interesting in different kind of flavors, which are very unique. That is why our black uh, brand is called Off Black, because it's okay. anything but the black tea. We have such funny flavors like blueberry and mint, chamomile and peach, mint and chocolate. Mm -hmm. So, which means they're very unique, very fresh, and very rich in flavor, um, taste basically. And we actually did run in the very beginning of our brand uh, a panel where we had a 2040 flavors. And then we actually asked people to taste them. And so people decided which 12 flavors will go into the first edition of the brand flavors, which you can see now on our website. So actually we were listening a lot to customers and what do they like and what do they prefer. And that is why we wanted to create something that is young, fresh, and that is fashionable so that everybody loves and enjoys. It's basically a lifestyle theme and we have four different ranges uh, depending on your mood or whatever you are. So for example, we have a cup-free range when you want to feel more relaxed or prepare yourself to go to sleep. We have a pick-me-up range, which is more uh, full of the caffeine, which mm -hmm. means you want to have, instead of drinking coffee, you could just get that extra kick of energy level. We have a detox range, right? If you are really prefer hibiscus uh, flower in your flavor palette, then that helps you to kind of have a detox property. The brand itself has been created to cater to different kind of needs of people. So basically it's not one that fits all. And I think that's very important for the brands to understand, to listen to the audience. Mm -hmm. And the videos that you were referring in the YouTube, that was actually a collective uh, idea, is that we want to show the emotion. We want to uh, film a video that shows that people are actually trying their own tea and trying to get the flavors. An idea was to make it young and fun and focus on, on the real life emotions that people are experiencing. Because it's incredibly crucial for brands to be able to connect and resonate well with the audience. And uh, as you know, there are uh, six main emotions and the brands can decide in what kind of emotions they want to tap in. So yeah. for example, you know that there are emotions that are um, happiness, for example, anger, disgust, sadness, fear, surprise. Mm -hmm. So as a brand, you need to decide what is the emotion that you want to tap in and how would you like your brand to be associated? So our brand definitely wants to be associated with the and, happiness, and, with the youth. How, how usually, like, I, I, I know more about Off Black because I was researching about Off Black a lot. and But I just want to know from you because you've been in the industry since 2013. It's, it's quite a lot of experience. Now, how these brands use feelings to get people uh, to buy stuff because uh, on TV it's fine you you get that sort of attention span although people are not using that and digital marketing has surpassed uh, ad revenue there as well but how 
difficult it is and how these brands are using on social media or on Google uh, to capture that sort of emotions and make people buy more. So uh, if, if you want to uh, tell in the context, apart from off uh, black, because we're going to come on that and uh, in general, if somebody wants to use it, how are they going to use it? Absolutely. So as you can have said it very correctly, the advertising is actually shifting. I mean, like predominantly before there was an online, there was a TV, there was a print, right? But right now when everybody can be a creator of the content and where people consume content mainly through the video, it's much more easier for brands to make this emotional connection. So basically what I want to say is, if your brand does not arouse a consumer does not make them excited or even actually feel something, your brand is not going to be success, successful. It's all about making a person to feel something. It's all about likability. And exactly likability, it tells how successful your brand is going to be. So that is why it's incredibly important is to choose the right messaging and the right emotion that you want to tap in. So for example, we did uh, so specifically YouTube video campaign. As I already said, we use them not only in YouTube, but across all our social media. We wanted to show people that uh, how people try the flavors, can they actually get them? And even if they don't get them, that's okay, because you can then go and buy and explore it for yourself. Does it actually taste as good as it says on the tin? Does it uh, taste like, it feels like a midnight swim, for example, right? So we wanted to create that emotion that essentially we don't really sell tea as a product, we sell a feeling. So that is why when you look on our pack on a description of a flavor, it says feels like and there is a description for each flavor. Because so yes, because yes, like of black is in a competitive space and if they don't go with that route and if they don't capitalize on branding, uh, it stands very difficult to be in, in this uh, tea market, to be very honest. And that's why you guys are doing well because you're branding it so well and to a very specific audience and you're getting the right emotions. And I think that is one reason why Off Black is very successful now uh, compared to other, because I, I've seen a lot of brands in the space trying to target millennials and, and you know, very, I've, I've come across many coffee brands as well, tea brands, but they're not as successful. And I think this is one reason why you guys are successful. But uh, when, you, when, when you were talking about tapping into emotions, what uh, exactly? Because sometimes you feel that this is going to work, but eventually people say it's not working, you're not getting revenue. So it's important to make mistakes, right? When creating these campaigns or something uh, very unique about you guys, which you do that you're... Uh, success ratio is very good or do you guys feel like there are some campaigns you have designed and they were not as good as you thought they would perform or they didn't catch on the way you expect them to but so how how exactly it is and how exactly it's scientific or it's it's more like uh, it's lucky that you got all those campaigns obviously you must have followed some best practices before getting into those but how exactly you guys pursue any new campaign and check the uh, efficiency of that particular campaign when it comes to advertising? Absolutely. Of course, since we are uh, um, a direct to 
consumer brand and since our objective is sales, we measure it with sales, right? But uh, for we are at the beginning of our journey at the moment. And for us, it's important that we have a long customer lifetime value, basically, because we offer tea as a subscription. And obviously, we would like uh, that majority of the people who live in the UK subscribe to our brand and become a regular tea drinkers. And I think that would be an absolute dream for our company. Of course, we are at the beginning of our journey. And as you said correctly, lots of things will be test and error. And I think the, the best lesson that I have learned from my marketing career is that you cannot create one creative that fits absolutely all audiences. So we always start with the audience. We always identify three or four uh, audiences that resonate well with our brand, and then we make the creative specifically for them. And another important thing is you can make a video, but if the text is not aligned with the video or the messaging itself is not aligned with the video, then there is kind of a break between the mood, emotion that the video communicates and what your ad text says. So it's incredibly important to link together these elements, the visual content, the sound, the ad text itself, and the audience. So for example, we have identified that we have uh, audiences, people who are very look obsessed and they really like things that are uh, really trendy, really cool, very Instagrammable. So specifically mm -hmm. for this type of audience, we'll, we will create a content that resonates with their way of thinking and way of being. Then we have an audience that really enjoys our team. We call them green living enthusiasts. So these are the people who actually care that the brands are using sustainable products. So we are not going to put them the videos talking about how Instagram and beautiful is our packaging. We will be talking about how recyclable is our packaging and how we care about the environment. So it's honestly, it's just going back to basics. And mm -hmm. it's great that you have a good production resources and you can make absolutely fantastic videos. But mm -hmm. if you take one and you try to fit it to absolutely all of your audiences, I think it's just going to be a big failure. Many times, lots of uh, companies suggest just because the TV budgets are shifting into Instagram TV in Facebook Watch and so just take your TV campaign, cut it off and put it across social media. Yes, it might work for some, I think, more established brands as you can do that. And of course, it creates the brand continuity. But I think you should be really careful. And especially for us as a new brand, we just cannot do that. First of all, we do not have TV campaigns, but we really want to capture that, those specific audiences and maximize them and have a dialogue with them rather than talk at them. So this is probably would be my advice on how to create a successful. Also, uh, Elena, I have seen a paradigm shift in creating uh, these video uh, campaigns for the audience. Now, uh, back in the days when we used to see, or not not so far back in the ages, like 2016 till 2016, it was working like called studio ads, where they make a lot of things with a lot of pre-production and everything. Um, they may hire actors or famous people. But nowadays, I have seen a very paradigm shift in the way people are making, because I've seen these raw iPhone footage going viral. People are just taking their phone and just recording it and these sort of ads are going viral and and this is something what i have witnessed with uh, mentor box which is one of ty lopez's brand and uh, they've been doing despite they can afford that sort of thing but they're doing it more like 
that do you think that that sort of human connection is also impacting and people are loving that somebody should talk to us rather than make those flamboyant ads which shows a larger than life or sort of something which is because now people i think are resonating with them what do you think about that because now phones is in hands of everyone and everybody's starting to record them whenever they want that's correct nowadays everyone is creator and social media takes the biggest responsibility of that because that's what social media is enabling that is why the influencer marketing uh, is actually absolutely skyrocketing because people care about the people reviews everything is about review my friend recommended this guy recommended he says this is trendy that girl says this is the best makeup to use because she is using she's showing the application that this is something real and i think that also allows uh, brands to be closer to people i mean like we as a startup we don't have um budgets to create massive flamboyant ads so we do rely a lot on a user generated content and even when we do our sample distribution it says don't buy our tea and there is a purpose of that because we believe that our tea is so good that once you try to fall in love with it and we just allow people to experience it for themselves and that is why we have a lot of people who are actually posting the content about that and say oh my god this is like the best tea i have ever tried these are such rich uh, natural flavors that I have not seen or tried with any other brand. So for us, user-generated content adds an extra layer and extra credibility for our brand because you can tell to people through the ads, this tea tastes like this, this tea is going to feel you like this. But then if somebody tells you, oh, actually I tried and yes, it says what uh, it does what it says on a tin, then obviously the effect of the branding uh, takes it to an absolutely another level and it's definitely much better for us. Great, great. So uh, uh, before uh, we would end the session, if you have to give some three specific tips for people who are you know owning startups or small business owner who want to pursue video ads but don't know how to tap into them human emotions they have got uh, this complete session and it's very useful for them but if there are only three tips small tips actionable tips you want to give them today or if you're starting out uh, there are three things which you will be following for sure what those three things or three tips will be which they can use right away it's not something they're going to get success but uh that's something because when we get a method or a roadmap to create or some specific tips we tend to perform much better than when we don't have any sort of boundaries right so if three tips you want to give or two what those things will be which every creator should keep in mind before uh, designing their project before writing any story or any script or any anything what are those three things which they should keep in mind absolutely i will start with the i, I always like to go back to basics because i think somebody already invented all the amazing things and i think they're very often forgotten so if you're just a startup i would suggest develop powerful brand personality that people can relate to and there are lots of research that actually shows that consumers perceive the same type of personality characteristics in brands as they do in other people and just like with people they are attracted more to some personality types than others attractions which are emotion based not rational right 
-hmm. So you need to develop a powerful brand personality that people can relate to. So this would be number one. Then I would, number two, know your audience. Know the things that your audience cares about. Do not make ad one fits all. Establish, I don't know, three, four, five, whatever the targeting audiences you have and make content specifically for them. And the third one is just make uh, the richer the emotional content of Brown's mental representation, the more likely the consumer will be a loyal user. Basically make a rich emotional content. And then I think it's, it's gonna be the brand success. These are the three tips that I would probably give. And of nice. course, just choose the right means of communication through the packaging, through the visual imagery, and through types of the words that you use and be consistent. Because if you're a startup, it's incredibly important to be consistent from the beginning. That's very important for startups. And I am 120% sure that people who are listening to this podcast, it's going to be very insightful for them. And you can go ahead and use these tips. And uh, thanks, uh, Alina, for joining us and for giving us a lot of your valuable time. And I'm sure our audience is very grateful that you have joined and uh, thank you really thank you so so much for being on our podcast thank you so much for love i really enjoyed that and i hope people find it useful definitely they will uh and please subscribe to digital marketing academy for more insightful information like these and we'll make sure that our content is up to the mark qualitative and at the same time we make sure that you apply these knowledge apply these tips take in the market use it then come back to us and then give us more questions so for more questions uh, email me at whiplove at marketscoach.com and also visit off black it's it's a great tea company so i'm gonna buy some stuff right away uh thanks elena we'll be signing off now <laughs>